We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to The Extra Point Show on WGR Sports Radio 550. Welcome into the Extra Point Show. I am neither Sneaky Joe DiBiase or Sal Capaccio. I'm Josh Schmidt. Welcome in. You're listening to WGR. It's a cold morning out there. It was very, very cold and snowy this morning when I got up about 4, 4.30 when I headed into work to produce the morning show with Joe. And I did not expect there to be snow today. And I was very upset when I walked out to my car and there's like an inch or two of snow on my car and then... Because like when I went to bed last night, you know, I saw very minimal chance of snow today or whatever. I mean, you know, weather apps change all the time. And then now there's a lake effect snow van moving across the area. So hope everyone's safe out there. Hope everyone's uh, not, you know, too buried. I mean, like I, like I said yesterday, I was uh, greeted with two feet of snow in Hamburg when I got home the other day. So that was that was not fun. But. You know, hopefully everyone's out there enjoying the snow and not having issues with it. I uh, don't really know how the road conditions are, conditions are. We actually got a lot of it up here at our Amherst studios. We haven't really had any of it, but now, like I said, it's moving up towards the North Town. So hopefully it's not affecting anyone too bad. I was thinking a lot about, like, snow games earlier, too, because of, uh, you know, how it looks outside and stuff. And I think back to, like, the Colts game. And I wonder if we're going to get one like that this year. I mean, obviously the Bills are on the bye week this week. So no Bills this week. I mean, it's kind of a relief. You kind of get to, you know, enjoy some other football, but stressful times are ahead. There is not much time left in the season, and the Bills have a lot of work to do to make the playoffs. You got five games, one of which against the NFC opponent, the Cowboys. The rest, all AFC, two divisional matchups still to go. It's it's going to be it's going to be close. I I personally think they're going to make it. It's going to be really close, but I think they're going to make it. I actually put a poll up on my Twitter of, you know, asking, how do you feel? What is your confidence level about the Bills making the playoffs? And I feel like it's going to be a pretty pretty negative response because, like I said, it's a very grim outlook. It's it's not a great place to be. Right now on New York Times playoff machine, it's 15%. And that's before any games this week. That's before, you know, obviously the Bills are on the bye, so they can't have a game that affects this. But the options I got for you are running the table, a stressful yes, so they make it, but we are, you know, 
biting our nails all the way down to the last play, to the last whistle of that game against Miami. Close finish, but no. So, you know, hey, they let's say they go beat the Chiefs, the Cowboys, and the Chargers. And, I mean, hopefully they beat the Patriots. And then they lose to the Dolphins. So that could, you know, mean they're not in. Or let's say they lose to the Cowboys and the Dolphins. I think Howard predicted that yesterday in Howard Picks the Bills. I think he also had a Chargers loss in there as well, but I don't think they're going to lose to the Chargers. I mean, sure, the Bills have had issues with, you know, one-score losses, but the Chargers wrote the book on that. So I'm not too worried about that one. And then my final option for you is when's the draft because, well, if they're not going to make it, where are they going to finish and what wide receiver are they going to draft? I have fully joined the wide receiver train. Um, I'm – fully on board with it. I don't I know they're not going to be getting somebody like Marvin Harrison Jr., but it's you know, I hope they get somebody of the upper echelon of offensive talent in the draft this year. But if they make the playoffs, I mean that's going to be kind of out the window because your you know, your pick gets lower as you get higher up the standings. So, it's kind of a double-edged sword where you want them to get good offensive talent, but you also don't want to miss them, see them miss the playoffs. So, got that poll up for you. It's going now most the most answered or the most chosen answer is 34% at when's the draft. 33% is a stressful yes. Only 8% have people have them running the table where they win out and they make it no problem. And I think that would even put them at winning the division if Miami's games play out correctly. So let's take a look at this playoff machine. Because like I said, the Bills aren't playing this week, so they can't really do anything to help themselves. They kind of have to, you know, just look around the league and get help from the out-of-town scoreboard. There's, let's see here, there's four games that will seriously impact the Bills' playoff percentages. That's the Colts and, Tex- Colts and Titans, excuse me, Broncos and Texans, Cardinals and Steelers, Jaguars and Bengals. So if the Colts win, it really hurts the Bills because the Colts are at 6-5 and five ahead of the Bills currently in the standings, in the AFC standings, because, you know, we're not really looking at the division right now because Miami has a stranglehold on that at this point in time, and that's going to be tough to wrangle away from them. But like I said, if you win the games you got to win and then beat them in the last game of the year, who knows what's going to happen, And if, especially if they drop a game here and there. But like I said, Colts winning – does hurt the Bills' chances significantly. And I don't really think the Titans have enough there to get it done. So let's go ahead and put the Colts winning over the Titans. That drops the Bills to about 13, 12, 13%. Steelers at Cardinals. I mean, come on. The Cardinals? I mean, sure. Kyler Murray's back. But I don't know. I mean, this something's weird going on in Pittsburgh. I mean, how are the Steelers winning games like this? I I don't I don't get it. I it doesn't make sense to me how they just keep winning. Sure, they made it through Matt Canada and now they have an offense that can get over 400 yards a game. Like that's surprising. <laughs> you know, that I mean, I guess it makes sense, but at the same time, it's still Kenny Pickett. I don't I don't know. It's Pittsburgh has Pittsburgh has weird voodoo, but Pittsburgh wins over the Cardinals at 12%. For the play or for the Bills for the playoffs still. If the Broncos win, that would be first of all, I think it's their seventh in a row, sixth or seventh in a row. So there's that there. The Broncos just caught fire and you know 
obviously we saw that on Monday Night Football a few weeks ago. Broncos beating the Bills there. They're also they're tied with the Colts right now, ahead of the Bills, six and five. If they win there, it goes down to eleven. And then let's see, what else was there? Jaguars and Bengals, I think I also had. Oh, and Browns at Rams. So Jaguars Bengals doesn't really affect it that much because the Bengals are kind of out of it, especially with Joe Burrow being hurt. And then Rams and Browns. I'm gonna put the Rams to win that one. I think the Rams could really, you know, take hold of that game. Sure, the Browns defense has been elite. It's had its great moments this season. I mean, yeah, you have Miles Garrett. That's gonna just make your defense that much better. But there's no Deshaun Watson. He's been out for the past couple weeks now. And no DTR. So, well, most likely no DTR. So you have Joe Flacco coming in at quarterback for the Browns, which is just mind-boggling to say the least. I mean, Joe Flacco, I it it's crazy to see him back in an NFL uniform. And now that I'm looking at pictures of him, I'm seeing images pop up on Google reminding me of just how many teams he played for, even though he was such a good quarterback with the Ravens for so long. He played for the Jets and for the Eagles at points. And the Broncos as well. So, I mean... It's kind of a all-over-the-place thing for him, and he's 38. Hasn't been – I mean, I don't. maybe he's been – you know, he's probably been keeping in shape and training and things like that, but is he NFL game ready? I guess we'll find out this weekend potentially, but I just don't think that that Browns team will have enough just to get past the Rams there. I mean, the Rams have their own issues, but I just don't really think that the – Browns are that much of a threat to him, but that does help the Bills if the Browns were to lose that game. So obviously I'm not doing best-case scenario for the Bills here. I'm trying to be realistic about this. Colts beating the Titans, that's pretty realistic. Steelers beating the Cardinals, also realistic. Broncos and Texans is a bit of a toss-up. I, I know I just said, you know, the Broncos have all this, just everything going for them, and they're, they're, they're playing great. Russell Wilson looks like Russell Wilson of the past. The defense is playing well. But the Texans are kind of, you know, those new kids on the block. They have they look like they have something to prove. CJ Stroud is making the card or making the Panthers, excuse me, regret I personally I think this. I I know Dave Tepper says what he'll say, but if I'm the Panthers, I am heavily regretting not drafting CJ Stroud. Bryce Young is gonna be what he's gonna be, but I just don't think he has the size, and I don't think Carolina has the talent or the offensive line that he needs right now in his career. Sure, maybe in a few years he could be developed into something, but given what they have in Carolina, I just don't think that he's the right fit there. But going back to the Texans with C.J. Stroud and just Tank Dell, those two have been a dynamic duo that have put the Texans where they are. And sure, if the Texans win, it doesn't really help the Bills either, but who do you have more... I guess, faith in falling off the Texans or the Broncos. That one's kind of a toss-up where it's like if either team wins here, it hurts and helps the Bills at the same time because they're both at 6-5. and five, So you could theoretically pass one of them. If, if the Texans lose, you pass them on a tiebreaker technically. But if the Broncos lose, they're still ahead of you. They beat you. So it's pretty dicey. That's, and that's just this week. There's there's so many 
other scenarios in the weeks to come, but the one overarching theme in terms of what the Bills can do is just win. They need to win every single game if possible. The only one that I guess you can lose is the Cowboys game because that's an NFC opponent. If I mean, a win obviously helps there, but I, I don't know. I mean, the Cowboys are a pretty, pretty good team, so that'd be pretty tough. But if you go through this, if you can get onto the New York Times playoff machine and things like that, it's it's a fun time. I've never really – I've said it before. I'm not really a predictions person, so I've never really, like, dabbled with it all that much. But I, I enjoy this. It's, it's fun because you get to go through simulations. But, I mean, if you – Click all Bills wins, it's a 97% chance to make the playoffs. So, obviously, a Bills win out, they make it. Unless something else crazy happens in the standings, which I don't even know if it can, there's a 3% chance of something happening where they're not in it. Now, if you click off one win, and it's the Cowboys, and then you keep keep the, um, the scenarios that I have picked for Week 13, with those four games that I laid out there, the Bills dropped to 57%. And that's where that stressful yes answer comes in. Like you lose to the Cowboys, you beat the Chiefs, you lose to the Cowboys, and then you win out, but you are really heavily dependent on other teams in that scenario. And the problem is, is a lot of these teams, they have divisional games towards the end of their schedule. So you have AFC teams playing AFC teams, and sometimes those teams are ahead of you, both of them. Like like I just said with the Broncos and the Texans, sure, they're not divisional opponents, but they also have their conference matchups still to go. I mean, the NFC-AFC crossover games kind of get sprinkled around the schedule. Obviously, the Bills are playing the Cowboys in Week 15, but by the end of the year, this is where we usually see a lot of these must-win matchups in conference, in division, that create these dramatic playoff races. And the Bills haven't been involved in that in quite a few years now so one this is kind of uncommon ground for the bills and for bills fans to be kind of in this position of like what are we going to do like what's going to happen what's this what's that where's it's it's going back to you know the drought days and it's going back to where the bills were barely making it into the playoffs and it's not fun but at the same time it's i almost want to say it's kind of what's needed I've had this weird thought recently of, like, does this help the Bills? Not because, you know, oh, they need to be, like, taught a lesson, they need a wake-up call or whatever, but they at the same time, they kind of do. I know that's kind of a weird cliche, but, and, and, and you know, that's not always, like, that doesn't always work, but this team needs to realize who they are and what they were, and they, they can still be that. Because you still have Josh Allen. You still have Stephon Diggs. You have Von Miller. You have your defense is still pretty much intact. Obviously, you have you don't have Matt Milano and you don't have Daquan Jones. That that hurts you. And you don't have Trey White. And sure, your safeties are getting older, but there's experience there. There's youth there with guys like Terrell Bernard and Christian Benford. You also brought in Russell Douglas, who's looked great so far. He has had a really good first few games after the trade deadline. But this team needs to just realize who they were and that they can still be that, despite the age, despite, you know, 
yes, there were stupid losses. You don't want to lose to the Patriots, obviously. You don't want to lose to the Jets in week one. You don't want to lose to the Broncos. But you you can't change that now. You have to focus on what's ahead, and that's these five games. And if you can win these five games, which you can, the the offense proved that last week against the Eagles. The offense played like it usually does. The offense played like it was supposed to all year. Last week against the Eagles. We saw that against the Dolphins. We saw that early on in the season as well. And then you get to that London game and things fall flat. I mean, we all know since then it hasn't been the same, but you look at the Raiders game, the Commanders game, the Dolphins game. Those three are what you expect the Bills to do. And they hadn't done that for a while. And then you kind of got a glimpse of it against the Buccaneers, but then you really get it against the Jets and especially last week against the Eagles. Now I know it's hard to say that because the Bills ended up losing the game against the Eagles last week. But you played the best team in the league. The Eagles were 9-1 and going into that game, and you held them to under 100 yards of offense in the first half. Most teams can't hold them to under – I mean, okay, they can't score – they can't have 100 yards of offense in the first quarter. But sometimes with the Eagles, it feels like it because they are that dynamic of an offense. It, It's just – that loss is, Joe was talking about earlier, it's very similar to losses like 13 seconds. Sure, it doesn't have the same weight and the same you know, feeling because it's not the playoffs, but it a win against the Eagles there would have really helped you in the playoffs picture. So it kind of carries the same weight in terms of making the playoffs. But like I said, if you take away the Eagles field goal, Let's say let's say the Eagles go down in the fourth quarter and they score and they win the game, right? Like they use the whole time on the clock and they win on a last-second touchdown. Yes, that would stink. They'd lose still. But they'd still, like, it's still a loss. But then you don't have the 20-second kneel down. And it doesn't make that loss look as bad because then you can look at all the other positives of the game because that 20-second kneel down at the end of the game is overshadowing everything else that the offense showed it could do. And yeah, the defense had its moments, but the defense also had its great moments. They intercepted and they had an interception on Jalen Hurts, which that's only his 10th of the year. And they also forced a fumble. So the defense did its job at times. And yeah, you're not going to have it be perfect, but you're also playing one of the better offenses. So you can't really say like, oh, like, you know, that 20-second kneel down ruined the game. Yeah, yeah it kind of did. You you can say, okay, I misspoke. You can say that. But if you take that away, that is a great game, and it's just, man, we lost. That stinks. Move on to the next one. But now you have so much other stuff swirling around. You have all these other what-ifs of what if they went for it with 20 seconds to go? What if they went for it on fourth down in overtime? What if they didn't kick the field goal there? What if they tried one more time? They were It was, what, fourth and sixth, I believe? So what if you went for it in overtime? And then you have the, you know, what if you miss? And the Eagles go down and they kick a field goal and they win. That's There's, there's so many scenarios that stem off of that 20-second kneel down that it gets hard to look at the rest of the game and see this team looks fine. Josh Allen looks like Josh Allen. Sure, you didn't have 
your normal game from Stefan Diggs, but you had Gabe Davis and Khalil Shakir go crazy. And Shakir has looked very consistent over the past few weeks. I, I'm really excited to see what he keeps doing with Joe Brady. And that's an, another name, Joe Brady. He, it, sure, it's two games in, but what this offense looks like compared to four weeks ago, it's night and day. I, I mean, these two, it looks like two different teams. And, you know, we always knew it was there. It's just you had to unlock it. And I think that this Eagles game proved it. And especially heading into the hardest part of your schedule where you face the Eagles, Chiefs, and Cowboys, that's the kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say confidence because, like I said, you did lose. But your offense knows, the offense knows what it can do now. As I'm talking about this here, if you want to join in, 803-0550, give us a call. You can tweet at me too, at Schmitty47. One T in Schmitty, by the way. I spell my name a little weird, I know. But, you know. It is how it is. But anyway, let's get connected with our fans here. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Mike in South Carolina wants to chime in. How's it going, Mike? It's going great. How you doing, man? Good. What do you got for me? So I'm going to pile on McDermott here a bit because I agree with all the criticism that everybody has said about the game. But there's one other moment of coaching that I haven't heard anybody you know, bring up that, that bothers me, and that's in overtime when it was fourth and six. I heard McDermott say – that if it was fourth and one or fourth and two, they might have considered going for it. Well, how many times have we watched him walk Josh Allen out there on fourth down and go under center and pretend like he's going to take a snap to try, try and drive, draw a team offsides? We flew offsides on their push-push. You're sitting there at fourth down in a game that's a must-win for us. The Eagles know it's a must-win for us. We almost scored a touchdown in the play before. I don't understand why McDermott didn't do that move. That's the perfect time to do it, to try and draw him offside, to get it to fourth and one, and now you actually can decide whether or not you want to go for it. I thought that was one of the worst coached games I've seen in his career. And I, I you know, I, I don't know. I doubt they're ever going to pull the plug on him, but, you know, if they did, I wouldn't shed any tears. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. I, I agree with you there. I, I do think there was a lot left to be desired in terms of the coaching department. I I'm pulled up the Bills' fourth down conversion percentages here. And for this season, for the whole year, it's a 58% success rate. So I, I, can't, I can't really find the amount of attempts and the amount of success, but obviously it's, it's about half, a little better than half. And it goes back to you have Josh Allen as your quarterback. It's six yards. Yes, the defense would be on high alert because it's fourth down, and if they get the ball, they're in semi-decent field position and they have to go down 40 yards and kick a field goal and win the game. Sure, but how many times have we seen Josh Allen effortlessly run for six yards, seven yards, 10 yards, 15 yards? It's, it's an every game occurrence. At least it was until the first half of this season, but now you have that back. You, it, it looks like the offense that scored 52 points, was it, against the Patriots? I can never remember. It was too, it was too many points to remember. It, it looks like that offense. Are you talking about the perfect game? I think it was yes. 47. 47, okay. Well, 47-52. It was a blowout. It didn't matter. Um, but, you know, I just I, I also wonder about that fourth, the fourth down in overtime. I think they should have gone for it. 
but then you could be I could be sitting here having the conversation of why did they go for it in fourth down in overtime then they lost the game you know it's it's how sports are it's the what ifs of sports but when your season is potentially on the line now sure they aren't mathematically eliminated but that win would have done a lot for them in the playoffs if your season is almost on the line why not because then if you don't make it well then you tried and you never know so you find out that hey we tried it and we didn't make it you know but we tried it let's see if the defense can get a stop and like i said the defense as as many points as were scored on them it was you know 34 points they had their moments where they looked like that former number one overall defense. Sure, Poyton, Poy- uh, I always do that. Poyer and Hyde, you know, they're showing their age, but they have the experience of seven. Well, they were they've been here for seven years, but many years in the NFL. They're veterans in the NFL, and they've been through a lot. So yeah, you might lose a step here and there, but you gain the experience of knowing where you need to be to counteract, hey, I'm a little bit slower, but I, I can be here and be there and still make that big play or still make an important play. Let's go back to the phones. Mark in Tonawanda. Mark, what's up? Hey, man, thanks for having me on. Um, I think, you know, it, the the big question, and, you know, if we lose out, obviously I'm not being optimistic until we start winning. If we beat the Chiefs, I'll get, I'll get back on uh, – I'll get back on here, but um, I just think that we have to ask ourselves, or what the Bills are going to have to ask is, who's earned the right? Um, because of McDermott getting us out of the drought and the playoff appearances that we've had, is he earned the right to coach another year? Or has Josh Allen played good enough to deserve the right to his um, own offensive-minded head coach so that there's straight continuity there? And I think that's going to be um, a, a big talking point on what to do with McDermott. I'm thankful for McDermott, kind of the same way I feel about felt about Lindy Ruff. If he comes back to Buffalo, I'll give him the key to the city. I have nothing but good things to say about McDermott um, as a person and what he's done for this team. But it's just sometimes it's just time, and that's the best way I can uh, uh, explain it myself. I'm going to hang up and listen to you. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks for the call. I I agree with you there. I I you know McDermott has done a lot for this team. He brought them out of the drought. He took them to the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. But at like you said, and to your point, it might be time. By the way, if Lindy Ruff ever came back, I mm, man, that would be exciting. N- not that I don't like Don Granado. I I just my childhood was built on Lindy Ruff making Sabres teams great. Um, but. To go back to the McDermott point, I'm I've been wrestling back and forth with this on what they should do, and it's it's hard because if you make the playoffs, you got part of your goal. I mean, sure, the goal is to win the Super Bowl. That's every every team's goal every year. But you you made it to the playoffs, and let's say they win the first round and they lose in the second round, because obviously, unless you win the division, if you win out and Miami loses, what they have to lose. You're going to have a wild card game. And let's say they win the wild card game and then they lose in the divisional round. It's kind of where you were last year, but I, I don't think that that'll be, you know, warrant for anyone to be fired. 
But if you don't make the playoffs, I don't know. I mean, it's not necessarily a coin flip, but I don't know if I can sit here and say he deserves to coach them for another year. I might want to see it just to see if changes can be made. If you bring in a DC, does that help McDermott focus more on the head coaching abilities? Or, you know, maybe something just was off this year and it's just an off year and you come back and next year they're fine and they look like the world beater team that you had before. It's just kind of one of those things where you have to wait and see how the rest of the year goes until you can really make that decision. But at the end of the day, I think they'll stick with him for another year. I think they probably should. I, I, I don't, I'm not super confident in saying that, but I mean, he signed through 2027. So technically you have a few years to figure it out, but depending on the rest of the, how these next five games go, it could make or break it. So we'll see how, how that goes and uh, see if that affects anything as time moves forward. We're going to take a quick time out here. Uh, coming back, we're going to talk about some a little bit of a controversial take. Now, I don't know about controversial, but interesting, uh, interesting source for this take when we come back here. You're listening to The Extra Point Show on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.